you, when, when people start noticing things in your life changing for the good, people don't, what's up with you? What you got going on? <laughs> Verse 46 says, and when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. And when he was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea and he alone on the land. And he saw them toiling and rowing and for the wind was contrary unto them and about the fourth watch of the night, he come unto them, walking upon the sea, and would have passed by them. But when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit and cried out, for they all saw him and were troubled. Anybody ever been in trouble before? Oh, there should be better amens than that. I've known you all for a long time. Tell me you've never been in trouble. And immediately he talked with them and said to them, Be of good cheer. How many has that one friend that, you know, when you're going through just, let's just be honest, going through the toughest time, just hard time, and you're just letting out, and that person just says, Listen, man, you're going to make it through this. And you want to just deck them. <laughs> right? <laughs> be of good cheer. Pastor's getting up right now, listen, in the middle of your storm right now, in the midst of chaos right now, pastor's getting up and telling you, be of good cheer. Get my boxing gloves out. For it is I, Bishop, it is I, not, be not afraid. Verse 51, and when he went up unto them into the ship, and the wind ceased, and they were sore amazed, and themselves beyond measure, and wondered. Verse 52, for they considered not the miracle of the loaves. They had already forgotten. Oh, I feel the Lord right now. Can I just stay here for a second here? I know you're standing. I know you're standing. I have eyes. I know you're standing. Sometimes when we go through a battle a situation, we just walked out of a miracle. And we walked into a trial. And we say, Lord, where are you at? And God's saying, don't you understand? I've done something for you. What, what, what makes you think I'm going to leave you? I believe there's some folks with me right now. You feel it. You feel it. For they consider not the miracle of the lows, for their heart was hardened. You have your Bibles underlined that. That's a big, big point there. Amen. I want to minister to you for just a little moment here. I'm not going to hold you very long. I believe God's already done something. But I want you to chew on something this week. I want to give you something Amen. To eat on this week. Amen. As you go through another week. Amen. Somewhere in the storm. Look at your neighbor and tell them. Somewhere in the storm. Look at your other neighbor and tell them. Somewhere in the storm. Amen. Place your Bibles down and give God a great big hand clap of praise today. Somewhere. Somewhere in the storm. I've got an almighty God that knows my name. I said he knows my name. He knows my story. Somewhere in the storm, you may be seated. Amen. The Bible declares in John 1.1 that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And John 1.14 says the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Aren't you thankful that He dwells among us? He's not just serving from heaven, but He's walking with us. So God created the heavens and the earth by the word of the faith. And that same word became flesh. And that flesh was named Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ was the visible manifestation of the word of God. Jesus 
was the love of God and Jesus was the mind of God and Jesus was the power of God. Amen. And so we understand wherever Jesus walked, the word walked. And with faith walks, amen, devils tremble. Amen. As long as you've got Jesus with you. Come on, don't leave him on Monday. Walk with him on Monday. Come on, don't leave the shout on Sunday. Take the shout with you on Monday. Faith walks among the walls of difficulties and, and trials and persecutions. And sometimes people will look at you and say, how are you making it through all of this? And what your response should be is, Jesus is with me. He's never left me. He'll never forsake me. Faith cannot be stopped. and Faith cannot be quenched. And faith cannot be conquered. Amen. Everyone's been given a measure of faith. That's why you can come into the house of God and face all the hell that you faced past week and begin to lift your hands anyhow and say, God, you're still good. You're still wonderful. You're still my counselor. You're still the prince of peace. You're still a mighty God. You're still my everlasting father. Is this all right? So I can declare to you, I'm not walking by sight today. Listen to me. I'm, when I said earlier that miracles are in the house, amen, I'm not walking by sight. I'm walking in faith. And so going back to our text, the story comes just after the miracle of feeding the 5,000 men plus all the women and children. And this miracle was representative of God's provision for his people. How many knows? Look at your neighbor and say, God will take care of you. God will take care of it. Jesus told his disciples to go to Bethesda. Man, the birthplace of Simon, Peter, and Andrew, and Philip. God sent them on a mission. God never let his disciples stay in one place too long. God is not content to let you stay in one place too long in your walk with him. That's why you are constantly moving from blessing to trial. Trial to blessing. Blessing to trial. Monday might be a blessing. Tuesday might be a trial. But hold on on Tuesday because Wednesday around the corner is another blessing. Jesus was sending them back to where they were born. And God wants you to get back to where you first began life. Let that sink in for a moment. You might get away from this. But God, Brother Wes already taught on it in Sunday school this morning. Anybody got roots in the house? Come on, anybody plant some roots somewhere? Come on, we might get knocked down sometimes. We might fall out sometimes. The devil might knock us down a few times. We might get away from God. We might drift away. Amen. But the root system, come on, we'll pull everything back together. And what you thought you lost. And what you thought is being forgotten, all of a sudden things will begin to grow again. I wonder anybody in the house today seem willing to say, God, I know I've lost out. I know I've fallen. I know I've been cut down before. But I'm going to still grow. i still got life in me. Don't count me out. Come on, look at your neighbor and say, don't count me out. God's bringing you back to life. 
And there are some of you who can came into contact with God years ago. But it's been a long time since you've been back to that place where you first met him. I'm, I'm not going to be long. Hold on here. You're not, not, you're not in this service this morning for no reason. God was manifesting. Amen. The spirit was moving for a reason. Amen. Things, I mean, it, it, it is because God has ordained you for this to be your opportunity to get back to him. Your Bible tells you that while they were on their way to meet Jesus, a storm arose. Anybody, any new converts out there, all my new converts out there, freshly baptized, amen, can testify today saying, man, as I'm getting closer to Jesus, sometimes the battle gets a little bit bigger sometimes, you know? Come on, that's because the line, listen, the devil is like a roaring lion. He knows how to roar, but he doesn't have any bite to it. The bite, the bite comes when you believe in the roar. I'll leave that right there for you a second. You might catch that up on Wednesday. That might hit you when you're driving to work and say, my God, Pastor said something. I said, if you believe in the roar, then the bite will come. But when the roar comes and you say, "Uh uh-uh, not going to happen today, devil. I don't believe the lies of the enemy. You don't have me. You don't got me where you want me. Come on, I'm a child of living God. There's breath in my body. Let me go ahead and go ahead and give God praise right now. Let me go ahead and worship on the way to work today. Because I've got a God who knows my need. I've got a God who knows. He knows. Can't get no help up here. Y'all are trying. Can't get no help up here today. Y'all thinking about soup. The finest soup in town, I can tell you that today. Woo! But I want you to notice that with me in, in verse 48. Now about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea and would have, and would have passed them by. Come on, showing up to church is great. I'm glad that you're here. But there takes a moment and a feeling when you begin to feel it that you've got to let go and cry out to God. Because if not, he'll just go on right by. Because he's not going to mess with you if you don't want it. I said, if you don't want it, you're not going to get it. But if you desire a move of God in your life, if you want to change your heart, Brother West, I'm going to tell you right now, you can receive it. But you got to want it as he's passing you by today. you got to say, God, I want my miracle. God, I want my healing. God, I want my breakthrough. Come on, somebody. You gotta want it. God's passing by this moment. He's listen to me. Well, oh, Pastor, let me can I lean in here for a moment? Can I lean in here for a moment? But Pastor Jesus knows my situation. Doesn't he see me over here? Come on, somebody. Jesus should see me. Listen, he saw their predicament. He was close to them, but did not force them to accept his help. God is a gentleman, ladies and gentlemen. He is a gentleman. If you don't want it, he won't give it to you. That's why the Holy Ghost is a gift to you. If you want it, you can receive it. I said, if you want it today, today can be the day of salvation. Today can be the day you get your joy back. Today can be the day.
today that you get your breakthrough. I mean, I'm preaching like I slept in a holiday inn last night. Huh? There's sometimes while you're going through trials of your life and you become so focused on the circumstance that you don't even realize that the master of the storm is walking right beside you. Our eyes are so focused on the situation. Our eyes are so focused on the circumstance that we forget and we don't realize that Jesus is walking right beside us. Somewhere in the storm, Jesus is right there, but he's waiting on you, friend, to call out to him. He's ready to help. He's ready to move. Somewhere in your storm. Verse 49. Thank the Lord they had enough in them. Thank the Lord they didn't have enough pride. How about pride? Thank the Lord they didn't have a pride issue. They saw him walking upon the sea. And they supposed they had been a spirit. And cried out. Cried out. The Word of God tells us the reason why the disciples doubted in verse 51 is that they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure and marveled. Listen, they cried out. It says, be a good cheer. Be a good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. But don't you understand, Jesus, I'm in a storm right now. <laughs> Can we talk about that later on? <laughs> Can we have that chat later on? You're telling me, in my storm right now, Bishop, Jesus will intervene and walk in and say, be of good cheer. It is I. Can I ask you, is that going to be enough for you today? Is Jesus enough? I said, is Jesus enough for you today? But Pastor, you don't understand how big my situation is, right? I said, is Jesus good enough for you today? Because once you accept him, I got to accept help to get help. Be a good cheer, is I? Don't be afraid. Now, now let me go ahead and get to the heart of here for a second. There's a verse in here, verse 52, if you would put that up. Verse 52 is what's, what's been bothering me. Bishop, I tell you because I messaged with him this morning about it. Verse 52 is bothering me. It bothers me. So Charlotte woke me up. It bothered me this morning. I could not shake it. It says... For they considered not the miracle of the loaves. Jesus had just fed over 5,000 plus people. They were part of it. They were reaching into baskets with nothing and giving out something. There wasn't enough to sustain that amount of people. He took some people's lunches and fed over 5,000 people. Wouldn't that be good enough? That if I was in a storm, I began to call on Jesus. 
I wouldn't doubt that he would not get me through it. But right out of it, he's saying, listen, you're going to hop on a ship. Coming right out of it, people are following him. He's trying to get He's like, i got to break free. I'm going to go pray. You all get on this ship and go to the other side. He says, go to the other side. Meaning that he didn't say, well, listen, I'm going to tell you to go to the other side, but you're not going to make it. I'm going to speak this into your life, friend, and you're not going to get it. That's what the enemy does Monday through Saturday. He tries to tell you, well, God said it to you on Sunday, but you're not going to get it. They almost lost their lives because they didn't understand God's provision for them. Before they ever stepped in the boat, Jesus' words said, go to the other side. The reason why people are taken under by their trials and storms of their lives is because they do not understand God's provision for them. But I've come to inform you of God's provision for your life. He wants you to repent of your sins. He wants you to get baptized in Jesus' name. And he wants you to receive his spirit. That's God's provision for you. The Bible says that the reason they didn't understand was God's provision was because their hearts were hardened. For they, for they considered not the miracle of the loaves, for their heart was hardened. And that bothered me. I began to talk to my father this morning and reach out to him. And I want you to go with me to Mark chapter 3. Mark chapter 3. The bishop led me here and I said, oh my goodness, I'll make the connection. And he entered again into the synagogue and there was a man there who had, had a withered hand. Had a situation. Someone say a circumstance. A situation. A, a storm. A, a predicament. And they watched him. Whether he would heal on the Sabbath day. That they might accuse him. People are watching you. People are watching you. And he's saying to the, and to the man. Which had the withered hand. Stand forth. Jesus knew. But watch this. And he's saying to them, Is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath days or to do evil? To save life or to kill? But they held their peace. And when he had looked around about on them with anger, being grieved for the hardness of their hearts, they did not realize who he is. He said to them, stretch forth thine hand. And he stretched it out. And his hand was restored whole as the other. Now listen to me. People will be around. We're surrounded by people all the time. We're surrounded by others all the time. But we got to make sure that we're doing the right thing. No matter what the crowd is saying. It's, it's harder to talk right. It's harder to walk right. Anybody can act like the world. But it takes somebody to say, listen, is it, good, is it good to do good or evil? Despite of the hardness of the hearts, there will be people that you surround yourself with all the time that won't get or understand why you do what you do. They won't understand it. The reason why they don't understand it is not that they don't understand you, they just don't understand him. They, don't have, they haven't come to a full understanding of who Jesus Christ really is. 
Because what he was proven here in this, in this text, going back to Mark chapter 6, they, they forgot about the miracle in their hardened hearts. They have lost sight because of their present situation. They thought, well, God's, or Jesus, he's just, he's just about, you know, uh, you know uh, uh, the riches and prospering and all these different things. And, you know, he fed people. But what Jesus was teaching them while they're on the ship is, listen, your, hand, your life is in my hands. I've got you. I'll watch over you. I'll protect you. I'm the king of kings and lord of lords. I'm the creator of this world. That's why some people have trouble getting to an altar because they look at the preacher instead of the message. Hear the word. The word will change you. Come on now. Get your eyes off man. What is the spirit saying to you? They, they got their eyes. This is just Jesus. This is Jesus. You're telling me this is somebody that can speak to the wind? Yes. Somewhere in my storm, he's there. Go with me. I'm about to close. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 45. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 45. Go ahead and stand with me. Go ahead and stand. Musicians don't have to come up. We're gonna we're gonna close out a different way today. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 45. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. You come at me with things that you think is going to work. Here you are. Listen to me. We always try and figure out things on our own. We, we're trying to work out and navigate through situations. Let me ask you, and I'm not trying to beat up on you here for a second. Let me ask you, has there been a moment where you stopped and prayed and just asked God for help? Come on. Well, he should know my need. He should know my situation. No, 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 no. He almost passed by them seeing their predicament. It wasn't until they cried out to him that he began to move on their behalf. You come with me, the sword and spear and shield, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, who thou hast defiled. We know the story. We know that the giant was, was taunting. We know that the giant was coming against them. There was nobody that was willing to step out. David recognized a storm. He was in a storm. It wasn't by his choice. He was just coming to drop off some food for his brothers. But he walked in, and all of a sudden he finds himself, I mean, now this will happen to us too, finds himself in a storm that he did not create. There will be times, like Brother West said in teaching, that we just make stupid mistakes. Brother West, eating the hot potato this morning, if you were in Sunday school, was a stupid mistake this morning. All signs said that was going to burn his mouth. 
He failed to recognize the signs. There will be times that we just make stupid mistakes. And we wind up in storms that we created. But there will also be times, Bishop, that we walk into storms that we did not create. We go home, maybe today, and we walk in at our doors, and we live with people that don't serve God, and we walk into a storm. Maybe we go back to our jobs this week, and we walk into a storm that we did not create. What are you going to do in that storm? Are you going to allow it to have you retreat? Or are you going to say you're not going to defile I feel the Lord right now. Or are you going to look at your giant? Are you going to go home and look at your giant? Are you going back to your job and look at your giant and say, yeah, I'm not going to accept that lie. You go ahead and shout all you want to. You go ahead and talk all you want to. You go ahead and talk all the smack that you want to. But for me in my house, I'm still going to serve the Lord. I will not be defeated. I will not be intimidated. I will not be conquered. I will not be discouraged. Come on, I will not lay down. I will not die out to this. I wonder if anybody in this house that says, I need victory, Pastor. I need victory. Begin to lift your hands right now. If you need victory over a situation. Come on, if you need victory over a situation. Victory belongs to us today. Come on, that's it. I'm not having music because I want the sound of the praise and worship to come from the church. I want the enemy to hear that there's still a people that will not be defeated. That there's still a people that will not lay down and give out. I am victorious. I am a conqueror. Where are the Davids of Israel? I'm standing in Victory Valley with the anointing of God's Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You come at me with a sword, a spear, and a shield. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts. Somewhere in my storm today, Jesus is walking with me. He is with me. Come on, can we love him? Don't get quiet. Come on, pray. Come on. Sometimes the music drowns out everything else, and we get, we get caught up in the music and the sound of the keyboard and the beat of the drum. But come on, you have praise on your lips. You have praise in your heart. Come on, you've got worship deep down in your soul that needs to come out. Come on, we need to take a few moments and not let God pass us by. How about we cry out to Him and say, God, help me today to receive. Come on, if it's appropriate, husbands and wives, pray for one another today. Come on, if you've got your children nearby, pray for them today. Encourage somebody in the Lord. Come on, if you've got your family unit with you right there in the pew, pray for them, help them, encourage them. Say, we're not going to be discouraged. We're not going to give up. 
We're going to fight the good fight. I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. Come on, that's it. Just close your eyes. Come on, right there in your pew, begin to pray. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Let the enemy hear your voice again. Let the enemy hear you say, I will not be defeated. I will not be discouraged. Come on, let the enemy hear you proclaim that today. I'm a child of the king. I've got promises in my life. Come on, say it. Say it to him. Come on, you're not here by happenstance. God is wanting to intervene in your life. God has provision for you. God has provision for you. Come on, individually, let's pray. Individually, let's pray. Come on. Too often times people intercept and take over, but you need to pray for yourself. You pray on your own. Declare it to the enemy. Come on, God's walking through the sanctuary today. The presence of God is here right now. Come on, your ministry is not lost. Your calling is not forgotten. Your purpose is still there. I got to want it. I got to desire it. That provision, friend, is there today. I got to want it. I got to desire it. God's a gentleman. Ask. Seek. Come on, ask for it today. Seek for it today. That's it. Come on, find what you're looking for today, friend. Come on, find what you're looking for. I want every head bowed, every eyes closed right now. Come on, please, no looking around. If you don't feel like this is for you, just go ahead and sit quietly. But there's some people searching today. Come on, people are searching today. That's it, hallelujah. That's it. Come on, find what you're looking for. Sometimes it's closer than what we realize. Come on, let God remove some things from your mind and your heart today. Come on, that's it. That's it. Hallelujah. Come on. The King of kings and Lord of lords is here. Come on, it started in Sunday school. I want to change your heart. God, change my heart today. Change my heart today. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, he's great and greatly to be praised. 
Come on, he's great, greatly to be praised. He's a good, good father. He's walking with you in that storm. He's walking with you. Come on, feel his peace today. Don't you leave this house not feeling peaceful. Don't you leave this house without your joy today. That's it. I can leave here changed. I can leave, I can leave here renewed. I'm not walking back in my house not having peace of God in my life. I'm not walking back home. I'm taking peace with me. I'm taking joy with me. I'm taking the grace and mercy of God with me. But most important, I'm taking Jesus back home with me. Come on, take him back home with you today. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, lift that faith up. Lift that faith up. That's it. Lift that faith up. I'm going to walk by sight. Walking by faith today. Jesus. Come back in my heart. Come back in my life. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on. Yes, Lord. Come on, break through to him again. Come on, break through. Right there in your pew, right here in the altar. Break through to Jesus again. Come on, share with you. Share with him your heart. Here am I, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I say yes to you, Lord. I'm coming back to the heart of worship again. Where it's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Jesus. Come on, this is good. Yes, Jesus, it's all about you. Come on, if you're not receiving anything out of this, it's because you're not accepting what God is doing right now. Come on, he is in the midst. His presence is here. Come on, he can fulfill your life. Come on, he can turn things around in your life. Come on, you can walk out of here today. Repented of your sins. You can walk out of here today. Baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus. You can walk out of here today with his spirit in your life. Come on, I desire heaven. I want to make it to heaven. I'm not going to allow my circumstance to rob me of heaven. I'm going to let this pain rob me of heaven. Yes, Jesus. Yes, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 And sadly, there were still some, as Jesus spoke, and was about to heal the, 
the man with the withered hand. Sadly, in that moment, as he looked out, as he was wanting to do good, as he was wanting to heal and restore, sadly, he looked out among the crowd, among that were gathered, and he saw hardened hearts. Hardened hearts. I believe we are fighting a battle against hardened hearts. And that's what the Spirit spoke to me today. Come on, I wonder if you would just place your hand on your heart. Hardened hearts. I don't want a hard heart. I don't want a heart that misses the move of God. I don't want to miss, I don't have a hardened heart that misses Jesus wanting to minister. I don't want to, I don't want to distract him. I don't want to interrupt him. I want him to move freely in my life. I want God to move freely in my life. I want him to be able to speak into my life and I hear his voice. I want him to be able to, I want an intimate relationship with Jesus. Come on, sometimes we just got to take a step back and say, God, soften my heart. Come on, once you begin to pray with me right now, just place your hand on your heart. And I want you to begin to pray, God, soften my heart. This week, God, soften my heart. Soften the hearts of our church. Soften the hearts of our community. Soften the hearts of our city. Soften the hearts, God of the students in my school. Soften the hearts, God, of people that I work with. Soften the hearts of my husband and my wife, my children, God. Come on, would you begin to pray that prayer right now? Soften the hearts. Come on, pray. Pray with fervency, pray. Soften the hearts. Come on, that's it. Yes, Lord. Soften the hearts. I don't want a hard heart, God. I don't want a hard heart. I don't want I don't want to miss out on the good. God, you're so good. I don't want to miss out. Soften my heart. Come on, men. I'm with you right now. Men right now. Come on, men, pray. Soften my heart, God. Soften my heart. I need to walk better. I need to talk better. I need to live better. Come on, that's the great thing about God. He stretches us. He challenges us. Come on, you can be better. Come on, do you believe that? I can be better. I'm not going to lose out. I'm going to lead my family. I'm an example to my children. Come on, somebody. Soften my heart, God. Don't even let me miss out on what you're speaking and saying to me you know if Jesus would have just accepted the, cl- the crowd's pleasure if Jesus and I'm closing if Jesus would have said and looked down and said and just, and just based his next steps on the crowd of the people that person would have left unchanged but aren't you, aren't you thankful that Jesus doesn't accept the popularity of the crowd? 
that we serve a God that says people will do this and people will do that. People will say this and people will say that, but I'm still God. And I still love my people. He still provided a miracle in that moment. Aren't you thankful for that today? So what makes you think that God can't right now in your life, as you begin another week, walk right there into your world, into your personal world, and begin to heal and restore and bring together the good. While all that wanted evil against you, God says, no, 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 no. I'm not going to accept that any longer. I want good to come to you. I want good to come to your home. I want to heal you. And I want to restore you. Would you stand with me today? Hallelujah. 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 Sometimes we get nervous in quietness. We get nervous sometimes. Not everybody, but some some folks get nervous with quietness. But sometimes it's good to have quietness because that's the still small voice can come to us. Are you hearing me? We lean so much sometimes on, a, on the outside of things when God's saying, I'm wanting to move closer and personal to you today. And I believe God's spoken to some hearts. And be prepared. God's going to challenge you this week. And that's a good thing. God's going to stretch you this week. How many, know, how many believe that you can be better? Anybody be better? Come on, if we were to be perfect Christians, there's no reason why we'd be walking in this church today. Can I get an amen? If we were all perfect, then I don't know why we got ready today and come to church. I'm so glad that one day God picked me up, dusted me off, cleaned me up, got me to the house of God. And I had some people that loved me, cared for me, got me to an altar of repentance. Come on, somebody. I'm so glad that God chose me. Come on, that he brought me out of darkness into his, into his marvelous light. Amen, amen. Would you lift your hands to heaven as we close in prayer? Jesus, we love you. We thank you, God, for the move that we've helped today, God. We thank you for your presence today. I ask, Lord Jesus, that you be with us, God, as we begin another week. Let us take your grace and mercy with us today, God. Let us, Lord God, lead, Lord God, our homes this week, Jesus. Let us be better for you, God, this week than we were last week. Lord, every day, God, that we wake up, Lord, let me be reminded, Lord, you're walking with us in the storm, God. You'll never leave us or forsake us. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. We're going to bless the food. Amen. Here in a little while, we're going to be getting back together. Let's bless the food right now so that's already taken care of, and we don't have to worry about it later. Is that all right? Jesus, we ask, Lord God, to bless the fellowship in the back today. We ask, Lord Jesus, that you just have, let us have a good time. Lord Jesus, a good time of fellowship. Bless the food. Bless the hands that prepared it, God. Watch us over us, God. Bring us back safely. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. God bless you. Have a, have a great day. We'll start back at 2 o'clock. 2 to 4 o'clock is the food court. You can come at 2, 3 o'clock, 3.30, whatever's worse for you. Amen. 4 o'clock, the auction begins in the back. We'll be in the back.